Hello, I'm David King, and welcome to the United Methodist Ministry Academy podcast. This podcast is designed specifically for a particular cadre of innovative leaders serving in churches in Oregon's Columbia District, but it may also be of use to those who are serving in leadership or in pastoral roles in a United Methodist congregation or ministry, but who maybe haven't had the more traditional types of training, like a formal pastor's school or a United Methodist seminary. I want to give you information that you will find useful in as concise a format as I can. The order of these episodes will likely be a bit eclectic. I'll try to give you the information that you need most immediately first, but that means that we may be skipping around from topic to topic a bit. Feel free to go straight to the ones you most need first, and skip the ones that you already understand. This is Episode 1, The Books of Methodism. We will take a very quick tour of some of the key books that are commonly used in the United Methodist Church. We'll come back to most or all of these later. For now, I just want you to have a sense of what books are out there, along with the very basics of what they contain and how to use them. We'll talk a very little bit about the Bible, then cover some administration, polity, and theology books, and finish up with some worship books. All right, here we go. As with most Christian churches, the most important book in the United Methodist Church is the Bible. It is generally considered to be the first source for theological questions, but it is interpreted in light of tradition, reason, and experience. Most Methodists don't spend too much time thinking about concepts like inerrancy. There's a fair amount of variation from congregation to congregation on how the Bible is used. While churches will read from just about any part of the Old or New Testaments, many UM congregations tend to lean most heavily on the Gospels. Some congregations have the habit of reading just one Bible passage at worship, the passage that is going to be used as the basis for the sermon that day. Other congregations will read two, three, or four passages every Sunday. In some congregations, the texts are chosen by the pastor or other worship leaders based solely on what they are planning to preach. Other churches use a specific plan for choosing scriptures, the most common being something called the Revised Common Lectionary. We'll talk more about the lectionary in a future episode. For now, just know that the Revised Common Lectionary is a plan that assigns Bible readings for every Sunday and for other special days. The lectionary is three years long, and it keeps repeating on a three-year cycle. Some Methodists use it all the time, others use it some of the time, and others never use it at all. As far as translations go, there's no particular translation that is required. Probably the most used is the New Revised Standard Version, or the NRSV. It's also the version that is most frequently cited by biblical scholars. A newer translation that is gaining popularity is the Common English Bible, or CEB, not to be confused with the Common English Version. The Common English Bible is published by a United Methodist publisher, Abingdon, 
and it is designed to be more readable. I use it in worship, and I find it to be quite effective. Okay, that's enough on the Bible for right now. On to the books on polity and theology. The main rule book of the United Methodist Church is called the Book of Discipline of the United Methodist Church, often abbreviated as the Book of Discipline or simply the Discipline. I know many of you have started perusing this already. It's published once every four years, the same years as the Summer Olympics, so make sure that you've got the latest one. The current edition is the 2016 version. But keep in mind that the 2020 version probably won't actually be released until 2021. There are editions in English, in Spanish, and also in Korean. The discipline begins with the theology of the church, including a number of historical documents. If you want to know the basics of Methodist and Wesleyan theology, this isn't a bad place to start. There's also a section called the Social Principles that gives the Church's official position on a number of social issues, though individual Methodists are not expected to agree with all of them. Next, the discipline moves on to the organization and administration of the Church. You'll find all kinds of rules here about how to run just about every aspect of the Church. If you're planning on doing something innovative, It's not a bad idea to see what the discipline says about how those things are normally done, just so you know what you might be up against. The Book of Resolutions of the United Methodist Church, which is usually just called the Book of Resolutions, is kind of like a giant appendix to the social principles that are found in the Book of Discipline. It goes way more in-depth into the Church's position on just about every social issue that you can think of. It's not church law. It just represents the majority position of the church's general conference at the time that the particular resolution was adopted. Like the discipline, it's published every four years on leap years. Each annual conference or regional conference publishes its own conference journal every year. This will contain a record of all of the business of the annual conference, including annual reports, budgets, theological statements, conference rules, and a directory of all the churches, clergy, and lay members of the conference. My conference, the Oregon-Idaho Annual Conference, publishes its conference journal on their website, umoi.org. The directory sections are password protected, so contact your district office for the password. All right, we made it through administration. Time to move on to worship. The general manual for how to lead worship is called the United Methodist Book of Worship. We'll talk more about it in a future episode. It gives general patterns for worship, as well as specific forms for several different acts of worship. It's not a rule book. It is a guide. Some congregations follow it closely, others 
pretty much ignore it. The only hard and fast rule from this book is that communion is to be served with grape juice, not with wine. There's another edition of this book called the Pastor's Pocket Edition. It's a very abbreviated form, but it also has some things in it that aren't in the full edition of the Book of Worship, like additional resources for ministry with the dying. Okay, now we've got some songbooks. The first up is the United Methodist Hymnal, published in 1989 and abbreviated UMH. It's the main songbook of the church. In the front, you'll find orders of service for various occasions, and in the back, you'll find a number of creeds, along with an edition of the Psalms that can be used for responsive reading and worship, and a few other orders of worship. The hymnal can be purchased in a number of different colors, so depending on which church you're serving, you might be looking for a book that's red, or blue, or purple, or sometimes another color. The hymnal is organized thematically. Look at the header of each page for the theme, and again, we'll talk about these more later. In 2001, instead of releasing a whole new hymnal, the church published a hymnal supplement, which is called The Faith We Sing. It's a smaller black book, and it is often abbreviated FWS, and called sometimes just The Black Book. It has newer songs in it, but it also has some older songs that just weren't in the old hymnal. In some congregations, the faith we sing has essentially replaced the hymnal. The first song in the book is numbered 2001, and all of the songs are a 2000 number, and it is organized according to the same themes as the United Methodist Hymnal. So if one hymnal supplement was good, why not try two hymnal supplements? In 2011, the church released a book called Worship and Song that's commonly referred to as the Green Book because it has a green cover. This has some even more contemporary songs than The Faith We Sing, and all of the song numbers are in the 3000s. It also follows the same form as the other two books, organized by the same set of themes in the same order. For Spanish language worship resources, there is a book called Mil Voces para Celebrar. It's a combination hymnal and book of worship. There are also several other music resources that some congregations might use, including two African-American songbooks called Songs of Zion and Zion Still Sings, an Asian-American hymnal called Hymns from the Four Winds, and a Native American hymnal called Voices, to name just a few of them. All right. We are almost done. Just two more worship resources. There's an annual publication that's called the United Methodist Music and Worship Planner. If your church is following the lectionary, it is a great resource to have. Each volume starts on September 1st and ends on August 31st. And finally, one more useful resource for worship planning can be found at umcdiscipleship.org. It has a very deep catalog of diverse worship resources. Okay, that is the end of our whirlwind tour of the books of United Methodism. Like I said, we'll come back to many of these 
for more details in future episodes. But for now, if you find yourself lost or you have a burning question you need answered, hopefully you now have some idea of where you can look. That's it for this episode of the United Methodist Ministry Academy podcast. Please let me know how I can make it more relevant for you. You can email me at umministryacademy at gmail.com. There's also a place in the show notes where you can leave a voicemail with your feedback or questions. Special thanks to Andrew Morgan for helping to get this set up, and thanks to District Superintendent Aaron Martin for supporting it. Next time, we will look at the basic pattern of worship, some of its variations, and the logic behind how it's organized. Thank you for listening. Thank you for answering God's call on your life. Thank you for coming to the Columbia District, and keep up the good work.